Once again, the casuals have seized control of the intertubes. Do not panic, or at least panic lightly. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. See how you do that, Octail? Tangent alert! I've got a present for you! I'm not quite sure how that... Um, is that a present in your pocket? <laughs> I got a present wow. for you snuck in there, but that's our new drop-in for the week, it's by the way. It's a tangent alert, and I love yeah. It. I love it. The tangent oh, alert wow. belonged there. The got a present for you, not so much. Probably look at my uh, show template a little more closely. <laughs> I got a oh, present hi. for you. <laughs> Welcome to Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Eilate. I'm Dexa. And I'm Grail. You are the world... Oh, sorry. Wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with that. That's those other guys that just went off the air. And we are doing another video experiment. Yes, I was dinking around with the website once again this week. Oh, what a surprise. That guy who can't leave it alone found a new... Uh, <laughs> I just wish you wouldn't dink around with it because it's kind of oogie. I towel off after each and every session. <laughs> yes, but the website doesn't. <laughs> Please join us at vtwproductions.com. Oh, Go up it, to sorry. the chat menu and choose chat plus video and help us stress test the uh, talk box tool. Now, unfortunately, it has a limitation right now where it's a maximum of 20 cameras, but it counts each person even viewing it as a member of the chat, so it caps out at 20. Going to work with them during the week to see if there's a way to make a login that is view only, where an unlimited number of people can look at all the wacky cameras that go on during a live show, or indeed just any time during the week, and other way to log in when you want to actually be one of the 20 cameras. Yeah. For now, it's an interesting like test. to look at the silly people. It was fun. I was watching. <laughs> I got, uh, got it all ready before Octail and Hordak versus the World went on the air, and actually Octail and Hordak both got cameras going on it. And if you are able to get logged into it now uh, via but the website. But not Dog Dead because he likes CCGs. No, because um, <laughs> he's in hiding. <laughs> the world doesn't need to see his face. So there is not enough light in his dark van. There is not enough light yeah. in his dark van. <laughs> certain questions. Because it's, a, cause it's a panel van with no windows. <laughs> yeah. Converted, little bit, converted ice cream truck. You know, little bit. Free candy. Hey, this guy looks totally legit. Oh, my God. So, totally bad. If you are joining us live, you should probably be in IRC watching the wonderful chat. Come to vtwproductions.com and click on chat and choose, well, the option to chat. Enter your nickname and join the festivities. If you want to bring things to our attention, we have a representative in the IRC, which we like to refer to as our IRC rep. See what I did there. <laughs> His name is Barry VA, which is short for THE Barry Von Awesome, and he even has a theme tune. Now, my co-hosts here should notice that their heads were not just blown off by the volume level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been in. working on the volume. You've been tweaking oh, the really? set. I yeah. spent a little time. And also, people listening live and listening to the podcast should also notice that uh, their variability between 
drop-ins and music breaks and us talking should be more or less normalized. So here's hoping. Cool. Technology. I love it. It's so grand. Fear me. Oh, oh I see you. You brought it back. Oh, yeah. The pad. So why don't you, um, you hop into IRC and then go read some stuff off the forums and then come back into your uninterrupted IRC session. Oh, wait. <laughs> Multitasking, something that's been available in computing since 1983, is beyond the iPad's capabilities. <laughs> For now. It's not beyond it. It just chooses not to do it. It chooses <laughs> not to. Just like it chose not to have a front-mounted camera or a USB port. It Aww. chooses. I don't really... Well, I mean, you like to video file yourself, so I don't really care about a front-mounted camera. That was never a... A back-mounted camera even wasn't of interest to me on this. Um, oh, wow. Don't, I'm just don't, not... Don't, no, don't, I, don't. Just... I... Don't. I can't. I can't. It's... it's I... Back camera mountain? What? Yeah. No, just no, tell you. It was just the uh, a pad with the front mounted the camera. I, the, I, the iOS four um, with it's just wrong. FaceTime uh, apparently um, is quite uh, quite nice and quite useful. I'll let you know as soon as mine arrives. Yep, we'll see what. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the next generation of iPad is almost certain to have the front mounted camera. I'm sure it will. There, there were solder points on the motherboard. You know, people who have torn this thing down. Oh, really? Have located this is where the camera was up until the last second revision where they yanked it out. Oh, geez. There's actually a spot there where it was going to be. And if you look at the software development kit, it's got all the hooks in there for the video chat that were removed at the last second just because, I guess, Uncle Steve didn't uh, approve of the performance yet. Yeah. Like but, it was, but it obviously it was ready for the iPhone 4, so I'm not sure what the thinking was there. I don't know. And even that, I haven't heard the best of uh, feedback on the video chat on the iPhone 4 either. I so. haven't really had any exposure to it other than through television commercials, and those are totally trustworthy. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, so I had... Um, Instead of talking about text, I'm going to tell two stories from this week. Okay. One of them is a story that made me go, oh, God, really? And another one is a story that made me go, ow, really? Um, so the first story, I'm sitting in, uh, we had an in-service, which is basically a, a um, company-wide training day on Friday. So they sit all of us down, all 110 of us down in the theater and um, basically uh, train at us all day. And and normally they're a lot of fun and everything, but another um, relatively um, heavy person that I that is a coworker of mine sits down next to me and looks over at me and says, "Yeah, I guess I picked the wrong place to sit, huh? Two two heavy girls just really shouldn't sit next to each other." Dang! I must now kill you. <clears throat> and I just put my head down and went. Crap. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? It's like, now I'm going to hit you across the face. That would hurt more if it wasn't true. So, but I don't think I'm quite her size. I don't know. I'll have to ask an independent observer at some point. Well, that okay. was a very uncomfortable oh. story. <laughs> yes, it was. Thanks yes, for sharing was. that. She's a giver. No, no but it leads, it leads to the next story. Oh, boy. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go so in. I need the razor blade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, but I've been walking a lot. I'm up to like four miles a day now. Okay. And it's been really, it's been incredibly hot. You know how the heat is right now. Oh, yeah. But I decided I was adding hiking to 
the uh, Todd knows where this story is going now. No wise knows. So I decided <laughs> to add hiking to the the actual exercise. Well, so the, I figured I could do this on the weekend. About this was when was the last time you broke out the old hiking boots? Oh, I guess maybe four or five years ago. It's been a long time since I went hiking. Um, and I but I had a really good pair of hiking boots. Fantastic. Um, lots of money on them, Gore-Tex, the whole nine yards. Um, and I used to go hiking all the time in them. So I pulled them out, you know, strap on the hiking boots. They're, they've got the full ankle support, everything else in them. Go out into our, um, you know, mountain preserve in the middle of the... It's in the middle of the city, but it's like you can hike for hours up in there and not yeah. actually see anybody else. So I'm about mm, 45 minutes in, and I'm like up near the top. And all of a sudden, it feels like there's something stuck to the bottom of my boot. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, did I step on a cactus? Did I step on you know, a little piece of cactus and it's stuck and it's kind of flopping on the bottom of my boot? And I look down and the bottom of my boot has peeled off. <laughs> and wow. it's a flip-flop now <laughs> attached just at the front end. So I'm, I am all the way up at the top. So here I am trying to hike down the mountain. And I do mean mountain at this point. Um, <laughs> and I have no bottoms. And they're slowly peeling off you know, and separating so it's I'm wearing flip flops. Oh my god! And uh, then I realize the other boot is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm working my way back to the car. But uh, you know, so I was out there probably an hour and ten minutes total. I get back. I no longer have hiking boots on. I have flip flops on. Um, <laughs> but they have managed to maintain their connection at the toe, so that I get back to the car. And you know, and then I'm driving the Lexus that has the problem with the accelerator anyway. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, hmm, probably not a good idea to wear my boots that no, are going to peel off and roll under me as I'm driving the Lexus home. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so basically, uh, yeah, I need a new pair of hiking boots now. <sighs> yeah, wow. So I had an adventure on my hike, yeah. yeah. This is why I stay there. indoors all the time. Yeah. Um, good plan. Outside is scary. <laughs> <laughs> There's bugs there's, that'll kill you. There's carnivorous insects. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, notice and we live in me. Arizona. And that's yeah, that's, that's, that's not, not a lie. lie. Bugs and, <laughs> yeah. and lizards out there that will kill you. Only Australians know what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> so the simple fact of the matter is, give me a few months, and I will not be um, in the same boat as this other coworker of mine. And um, <laughs> and I will not lose the bottoms of my boots again. Or that <laughs> so coworker will out. never be heard from again. One of the two <laughs> will take place. Oh, I was thinking about violence. I really kiss me before you really go. was. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, part of the beautiful thing of this uh, two-way video is we actually got to see that there is in fact a, a girl on the internet, and not only that, but she has a lightsaber. Yes, that's she true. Does. A green one and a Gandalf hat. Floppy hat girl is it what she really, was referred to in the IRC. It as. really looks like a Gandalf hat. I put on my Feel wizard's hat and, and robe. robe. Feel free to whack the clone trooper. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, go, go. You're right. The clone trooper <laughs> is our her, very own <laughs> Barry Von Austin. Mm-hmm. There must be sacrifices somewhere. The clone trooper. <laughs> he does play a gnome. Yeah, that's true. Hat. Exactly. Oh. Um, oh, girl had to go to the... Uh, um, doctor for her monthly oh, speaker arch- checkup. Ar- yeah, arch nemesis did. She's up to ten pounds five ounces. Nice. She will be taking over soon. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yes. She's yes. Big now. She is. Uh, she's. She's baby sized now. Yeah. Yes. Actual, like actual infant size. Yeah. And she slept through the night last night. Oh God! Night. <laughs> it was so wonderful. Oh, that's nice. It uh, was three months and two days, and then she slept through the night for the first time. Wow. Very cool. Yay. 
Oh. Don't jinx yourself. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't expect it to happen every night for a while, yeah. but boy, was no. that nice. But at least it, it can happen. You know the potential exists now. Yeah. <laughs> the frustrating part of that is knowing that it can happen it actually doesn't. makes it worse. Yeah. And when she it elects doesn't. not to. Like, yeah. Oh, you're torturing It's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, we uh, managed to get our kid back. He was in. Yeah, yes, there he, he is. Was, he was missing. He was in uh, the. He was out in the wild. Yes, he was. He, he made, he made the mistake, the yeah, of going out camp to uh, Boy Scout camp for a week, and where he shot rifles and rode horses. And basically, they went a little late because this is our monsoon season. Uh-huh. While the Valley of the Sun, being a big bowl, tends to make weather patterns go right around it. Nowadays, the stuff outside. Well, yeah, the, the large layer of smog also helps with that. Yeah. But and the, those outside of that protection of the valley, however, get drenched. So he got rained on pretty much the entire time they were it's up okay. there. It's okay. You water him and he grows. What's exactly. happen? <laughs> yep. Freaking huge! Yeah, well. Yeah. That's what happens to all of them eventually, though. Oh, yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah, well, yeah. you know Nemesis is going to be almost as big as you. He's good. The problem is he's going to be bigger than me. What? Soon. Yeah. And that's going to be the real problem. So I have to figure out how to be scary, intimidating mom, knowing that very soon he's going to be the one who can beat me up. Um, well, you, so at some point I have to get the. You look at him. You have a stern, you know, quality to your voice, and when in doubt, junk punch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I can do that. Oh yeah, you'll be right with... at the right height. <laughs> do I need to remind you of the brown belt in Aikido that you hold? Ah. Uh, Oh, yeah, that would work. (laughs) I don't have to be intimidating because he knows knows better. And he's taller than me, too, Aridin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you can still take him. Oh, I can still take him for sure. Yeah, it's the, you know, got to be willing to fight dirty, I guess. Oh, yeah. Looking at myself in the video here, I'm like, there's a huge nerd front moving in from the Northwest. Sorry, <laughs> Speaking uh, of nerd activity, Saw Inception. Yes. Yes. That was good. That was very yeah. good. Very good. Really, really enjoyed it. Really worth it. You guys have, we'll say, two weeks before we start spoiling. Yeah, <laughs> you guys movie. have two weeks to see it, and then we're talking about yeah. it on here. Yeah. Uh, Hordak, in fact, um, put up a new uh, a new blog post with big spoiler warnings on it because he spoiled some stuff from... Uh, from Inception? From Inception during his discussion. During but his blog. Yeah. If you've oh. seen Inception, definitely, or, and you, or if you don't care about being spoiled on uh, Inception, go read that blog post because it's really, really good. Yeah. Available on the front page of etwproductions.com. See what I did there? <laughs> so, yeah. You've, you've, two-week warning. Yes. Two-week warning. I think that's fair. Um, And then... Oh, God. What else? Have, oh, I leave next week for DEF CON. Yeah, oh, baby. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be fun. I'm excited there's, to there's see. There's actually even a small possibility that Ted Hedster will be attending with you. Yeah, oh, very cool. My brother may be coming to town. He's works in a job where occasionally and with very short notice, his employer puts him on remote work, hmm. where as long as he has a reliable internet connection, he can work from anywhere. And being the eternal bachelor that he is... He's not going to have a reliable internet connection at DEF CON. Well, that would be at the end of the trip. Okay. He'd be visiting us the week before, <laughs> working, and then DEF CON would be during his weekend, so he would not be required to work. And why would you want to fire up any kind of computer anywhere near DEF CON? I mean, do you just not like security, or do you desperately want to be put up on the wall of sheep? 
But anyway. I I don't want to be on the wall of sheep. No, neither do I. Yep. <laughs> do you get to wear a sheep costume? You just get to be mocked mercilessly by a very large crowd of uh, sweaty nerds. Wow. Oh, wow. That Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> oh, and, and you also have your, I, you have your identity stolen. And yeah, that's, that's more uh, depressing. Yeah. Yeah, Basically, yeah. They, if they can hack into your equipment, they will post all the information they were able to extract on the wall of sheep for everyone to see. Oh, man. That would see. They could have just basically put up the WoW forms. Had real ID gone through. <laughs> oh God! The entire oh, form is sh- on the sheep board. Yeah. Uh, what a missed opportunity. No. <laughs> uh. So other stuff that uh, has been dickered with on the uh, site this week. If you uh, look at the dickered. It's, it's a verb, okay? Oh, no. If you say so. Yeah. Both of the chicks looked at each other over here and went, Dickered? Would you prefer that I boobied with it? Tinkered, maybe. <laughs> See, tinker to me sounds even dirtier when you just sound with the sound of the word tinker. That's because you like gnomes. You have a gnome fetish. That's the only reason tinkering sounds dirty to you. Gnome chicks are hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you didn't have a gnome fetish, it wouldn't sound no. bad. No. So if you look yeah. at the front page, or actually any of the pages on Versus the World Productions, you'll see now that the uh, show graphic and the now playing description update automatically whenever what's on the stream changes without you needing to refresh the entire screen. How cool is that? That is something we worked on for five years on WoW Radio and could never figure out. So I'm rather proud of myself. Cool. Actually, I'm I'm proud of the the people who wrote the code that I found on the internet and then repurposed. You've been a very busy dickerer this week. (laughs) I am a very busy dickerer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of a Now, I, I had a couple of remote sessions that went really long where I was stuck waiting for large downloads. And that's uh, what I do to kill time when I'm stuck waiting for huge hey. downloads. <laughs> oh, it sounds me. bad. Wow. I know. It's just, He's waiting for huge so downloads. Easy. He's stuck. <laughs> He dickers with things while he's waiting for. Yeah. I, oh, I married. You're in her. the quagmire of sexual innuendo. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> quagmire. Quagmire. Wait. Free oh. after post op. Was there something about a calendar as Pre-op. well? Or? The calendar, which is a part of the forum system, uh-huh. is, has been enabled, and I got the modification installed that allows recurring events to be scheduled. So. The calendar should actually be useful oh, yeah. to look at what shows are actually, and shows and events. I've got the VTW Con in October listed in there as well. The Vegas Con. Vegas, baby. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Vegas Con. <laughs> and so events like that, the calendar should now actually be usable for such things. So check ah, it out. Actually, very cool. Click on the uh, link on the front page of VTW Productions that says click here for live show schedule. It now takes you straight to that calendar. Very nice. So hopefully we'll have some, uh, if we can work out details on whether or not we're able to attend PAX. Though I did manage to get us all media packs. I saw yeah. that. I saw that. Woo-hoo. I just kind of have to figure out where the hell the money's coming from to get us there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We, yeah. we gave uh, our guildmate or former guildmate the heads up last night about it. Oh, the one that lives, lives yeah. in the area? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he's going, he's doing the bring your computer again the three as well. Day and well, because he lives yeah. in Seattle. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. The SOB he also works, you know, for Micro Squish. See, <laughs> <Hey>, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> we are Microsoft. Yes. You will be assimilated. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So there, there is that. 
Also on the front page of Versus the World Productions, you'll notice that we have re-upped with Audible.com. I right. see that. And the freebie. So go back and yeah. get your Audibles. Go to our front page. So they're on again, side. off again, are they? Yeah, now we're on again? Apparently they were never off again. We just thought they were off again. So we mistakenly stopped talking about them. <gasps> oh. And they corrected themselves. Because they sent two completely contradictory emails from two different people. And we got the correction of, no, no, it's ongoing. So if you go Woo-hoo. to our front page on the left-hand side, you'll see a wonderful tower advertisement from audible.com. Or uh-huh. you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash Productions, And if you sign up, you get a free month. And we get a kickback. And then everything is right with the universe because you get to access all the tens of thousands of, mo- of movie titles. No. Mm-hmm. Book no. titles. Book audiobook titles. titles. Wow. And I'm not just a spokesperson. I'm actually a client. Um, yes. In fact, I need God. to... I was rather disappointed, actually, though, that uh, the new Temeraire novel wasn't available on audio at launch, but that was a decision of the publisher, not uh, Audible's fault. Bastards. Mm. So I'll use my this month's credit because I'm, the, I'm on their system. That I get one credit a month, so I can, can basically one... Freebie. One, not freebie, but extremely inexpensive Cheap. full book yeah. uh, that renews every month. So I need, I'm coming up on my uh, my mm. newbie. I got to figure out what I'm going to spend it on since I can't spend it on tons of serpents. Mm. <sighs> Damn them all. But you should definitely check out audible.com, one of the uh, sponsors that helps bring you this very podcast. And speaking of audible.com, it has been ages since we have done a book review. Yes. Yeah. And I would like to suggest, because it's an easy read, and it's available on... Audible.com! <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go. Um, the zombie book that we read. World War Z? Yes. Okay. World War Z. World War Z. I shall look into it. Yep. It's a little bit... It's not sci-fi... It's not... Well, zombies are, I guess, kind of fancy, but anyway... You think? It's... A different twist, but I think it'd be a good book for us to read and review because I think we would have a lot to say, especially with our whole zombie plans and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it would be a great book to get our uh, listeners into. I so, will go forth and find it. That's my suggestion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys can download it. It's good to read because they're making a movie out of it. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, sweet. Yeah. That, was a good mo- that was a good book. So what's the name of the book again? World, World War Z. Z. All right. <laughs> Brains. Okay. <laughs> well, the the flight to Vegas just isn't that long, so I don't think I'll be able to read that on the way. It's it's actually mm. a pretty fast read. It's a fast. It's one. really fast. It's read. also bite sized because it's a bunch of kind of short. It's yes. it's a reporter going out and getting people's stories after the the war. Ah. When the zombie apocalypse comes, who was prepared and who was not? Mm-hmm. Who was lunch? Yes. And you survive. Exactly. <laughs> Go to a population center. That's okay. a good plan. Speaking um, of lunch and movies, mm-hmm. uh, I did see a kids' film this week that I hadn't seen in ever. Okay. Um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, I yeah. did too. Just this, this week? week? Yes, That's on creepy. Stars. Yeah, we it was it on free. Netflix we streaming. saw it on Netflix, <laughs> on Netflix streaming. It yeah. was uh, it was really good. Eh. It's pretty funny. You got to admit, it was okay. The food falling from the sky that's was one pretty of my hilarious. Favorite books from when when I was young, and it's absolutely oh really nothing, nothing like, like the, the book. book. Uh-huh. Okay, so, see, I didn't even know it was a book, which so makes it okay with cute, me. Cute, but I love Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I even bought it for Aridan when he was a baby. We used to read it all the time. See that one? I never even knew of its existence until the movie came on the horizon. Oh, it's so cute. It's really cute. There's no scientists or anything, but it's a cute little book. Okay, so uh, favorite book as a kid. Gnome-wise? 
What was your favorite book as a kid? Uh, how kid are we talking? Doesn't about? matter. Yeah, that's a good. That's Think, a good child. Uh, I mean, the, the, below chronic- 10. The, the Chronicles of Thomas Covenant was the first series I remember reading in fourth grade, which freaked out my teacher. Okay. All right. Grail? Okay. So, well, I'll say, you know, as a young, young kid, a book with pictures in it, Where the Wild Things Are. Uh-huh. Uh, first series I read was Belgorad. Okay. Uh, yeah, mine was Well Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was a big one for me, and so was the uh, Chicken Soup with Rice one. I used to like oh, that yeah. a lot. Chicken Soup with chicken Rice. Chicken Soup with Rice, right. yeah. Um, well, I read in fourth grade, um, oh God, I can't remember the name of it now. The one with the rabbits. Watership oh. Down. Watership Down. Oh. I really liked Watership Down, <laughs> fourth grade. Um, and used it as a book report all the way through 12th grade. Because <laughs> it was 12th grade reading level in fourth grade. That's what I like. was Peter Cottontail. Um, that was good. Peter Cottontail was good. I mean, like really, really children's books. Yeah. Um, but I think that also... I read um, when I was young, very young, uh, F.M. Busby's Krugerland series, mm-hmm. um, which was my first exposure to sci-fi. And then mm-hmm. I also read uh, Dragon Riders of Pern yeah. when I was young. You see, you guys are going beyond so, children's books. Well, yeah. I'm but, we read them, but we read them as, well, ki- as I mean, young if, kids. If you, well, yeah, if you but reading them as child's young, books. Yeah. I'm talking children's about child. Like child's pictures. books it has with pictures. pictures. It has pictures. It has pictures. Then like The Giving Tree. There you that go. was one that there was a, a recurring yeah. theme. Okay. I like that one with the frog and toad, I think it was called. It was like these, this frog and toad who went around and Yeah, that was the um, <laughs> it was a whole series. Actually. Yeah, there was a bunch of them, but it was pretty good. Trying to remember anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I know which one you mean. Yes. Okay. Because we talk about the other books. Dinosaur the in the Grave Void says Frog and Toad. Whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really shouting yeah. it out. Apparently you have I a like, yeah, yeah you good. have a fan of Frog and Toad there. <laughs> um I love Dinosaur. <laughs> that is awesome. By the way, we have an, an epic dance party going. There's more people here than I've seen in, in a very, very long time. Where are you hanging out? Uh, just outside of Iron Forge, and we've got almost 20 people here already. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Very crazy. People must be coming back from vacation. It's I guess my I guess my awkward story didn't scare them off yet. No. <laughs> They're waiting to see what else this lady comes up with. Man, she'll talk about anything. <laughs> Me or the one at work who was so awkward. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Just a little. Oh, my God. So funny. Mm-hmm. So that brings us nicely and smoothly to our first break. Now we have, sadly, no episode of Northwind News. Oh, no. <gasps> Sigh. Yeah, we do yes. have a midnight at the movies. That's Yay! good. Are we playing it this segment or are we just doing music this segment? Well, see, now that I'm talking about it, I'm realizing that I completely failed to load any of the... Um, <laughs> You were stalling. Uh, I was wondering. Short form content. So give me a second here. I think we, we do have a new, uh, brand new submission called Ooh. Nerds with Cash. Nerds with Cash. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm frightened. First. Who's, uh, who's, uh, who sent that in? Check your, check the inbound email. Stand by. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Cue up a little Nerds with Cash action. Nerds with cash. I have no idea. So, we are going to roll with that one. Okay. We also have a little uh, promo action here for, I don't know, some other show on that where it's like the Strike Back of the World or something. Oh, the World's on Strike. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we will be back 
right after this. Are you tired of being guys in hatred, of being peed on by the of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream or worse of all, to visit the spirit healer every week with Ireland? Then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex, only on vtwproductions.com. Yes, indeed, folks, it's a double rainbow. You know what that means. It's time for my segment. The segment's about saving you money on geeky stuff, such as, I don't know, a sock screwdriver. That's right, folks, it's coming your way. That's a whole rainbow Hello, I'm R. Lurker, and I'm here to save you money. Yes, I am. Now, I don't know if I'm in here. I don't know if I'm capable of giving you financial advice. I know what I am capable of. Giving you advice from a kid that works in minimum wage. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Minimum wage? Where are you working, Burger King? Yes, I am. Now, geeky toys and things and just geek in general. It's, I found five things that you will want to buy, and they're under $20. Well, $30. Alright, first one. It's on Steam. It's called XCOM UFO Defense. The Casually Hard Crew crew have talked about it. It's a fun game. It's old. Yes, I know that it's old, but the gameplay makes up for everything. It's fun, and you'll love it, I guarantee you second item, the Doctor Who Sonic Screwdriver. It's $12, a little over 10 but whatever. It's an LED flashlight. It's really fun if you're trying to get some chips. You can feel like Doctor Who while doing it. Off topic, did you know that they're trying to hire an American for the Doctor Who movie? I think that's just stupid, but my opinion. Nobody cares. Now, third item would be the flying F-bomb helicopter. And I know what you're thinking. What, what's a flying F-bomb helicopter? I'll tell you what it is. Well, you know, I was going to say. Anyway, it's an RC helicopter that says, you know, the F-bomb. But instead of it saying it, it has the U bleeped out, whatever. Anyways, it's really fun. Because if you're in the office, or in my case, Burger King, you can fly it when you don't care about something. It's really cool. Right now, third item. It's really fun because it's Monty Python. Now I know it's kind of immature to do Monty Python, but I guarantee you, you're gonna love this one too. It's Monty Python Killer Bunny slippers. <laughs> it's awesome. They're Monty Python Killer Bunny slippers. Let me just get that in your head. Just think. Are you done? It's awesome. And their mouths open when you step. 
So it looks really bizarre. Alright, now I think that's all I have today. That wasn't five, but sorry for making that promise, but well, you know, I'll give you a treat. The next item is a really cool item because it's it's a pin. But it's not a pin, it's like a it's a butterfly style pin. You flip it, it's like a butterfly. You know what I'm talking about. It's really cool. It's $9.99. Go and get it. It's really cool. And all these things are from ThinkGeek.com. Ever seen one of them? One-stop shop. So, ThinkGeek.com. Search for all the stuff I have, I've given you. They're cheap. Shipping's cheap. Everything's cheap. Go and get them. Alright, now I'm probably going to hit the marker in a few minutes. And my editing will take down at least a few seconds. So, I thank you. That music, the double rainbow music, was from... The Shmoo I can't pronounce it, but it's on YouTube. Look up for Auto Tune the Music. I mean, Auto Tune the News, I'm sorry. And make sure to subscribe to them because they're really funny. <clears throat> Alright. I'm going to give you back to Casually Hardcore on VTWProductions.com. Your music's bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> little girl who likes CCGs and Doc Ted told me to listen to VTWProductions.com Isn't it great? That's great actual physical contact! <laughs> oh, I just turned the mic on and you're laughing again. Congratulations, Marlurker. You have reduced uh, Daxa to a gelatinous blob of giggles. <laughs> That was too funny. That was pretty good. That was too really funny. Good. I liked it. Minimum wage. Where are you working, Burger King? Yeah, yes, I, I am. am. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh that was confidence right there. Uh huh. There it. you go. <laughs> we have that one kid at uh, the grocery store that I visit with every week. The you the guys checker. Play wow, huh? Yeah, plays Wow every week. He's he's also just waiting for Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. He's been watching all the videos. You know, in the starting zones and is kind of making his choice and following all the quest chains through so that, you know, nothing's new when you experience it because you've already seen it prepped all. up for it and seen it all. Yeah, That's not as bad as playing in the beta, um, which none of us are doing still, Blizzard. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Fail. Where's my and... beta invite? <laughs> <laughs> I got the one for StarCraft. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, ships woo-hoo. in two days. Right. For reals. Exactly. Yeah. You got two days le- left of free play. Whoopee. No, I thought they already took the beta down. I thought it was still up for a little bit. Oh, uh, did they leave it up? I don't know. I don't know. I know. It's, yeah, I know. Tuesday Star releases. Twenty yeah, so. seventh, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, um, they put out a some point uh, in time I'll another another launch video for that from the Shadows of the Past. I think it was just to get your get your StarCraft lore lorgasm going on. Oh yeah, that was that was a nice done movie. Though I have to agree with one of the comments on the forums where it's like, you know, you really have to be into StarCraft to kind of overlook the cheesiness of the lines they showed in <laughs> that thing. The <laughs> cheesiness of the wow. lines. Wow. If yeah. I've learned one thing, there's things worth fighting for. There you like, go. Oh. <laughs> the gravelly voice. Really? <laughs> really, Rainer? I'm freaking That's Rainer. what you've learned? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, You've learned if you abandon your ghost uh, to a swarm of Zerg, she'll come back leading that swarm. Well, yeah. That's not that he chose that's to a do good that, thing but... to do. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't do that. Yeah. Because apparently Zerg's like hot chicks in uh, tight body armor. Sha. Who, <laughs> Who doesn't like hot chicks in I would tight body armor? I expect shitness insectoid aliens to be particularly interested in hot humanoid chicks, but hey. Hey. 
You don't, don't check know. Your Apparently, it's a universal appeal. Don't you stereotype. Like <laughs> You're at least humanoid. Sort of. Ish. Hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Got it. Got it. <sighs> so, uh, Grail. Yeah. Got any new achievements you need to? Yeah, about? I, I, I may have gotten one or two this week. Like, so like ten you thinking maybe? Up on your, uh... Yeah, nothing really important. Though. Nothing. Yeah. So we could just pass that. Okay, we'll just skip that. Yeah. It rekindled my love of Warcraft. I was very happy because before I was kind of like that was the only reason I was logging in was to do ICC raids, and otherwise I was kind of like, eh, I'll just wait for Cataclysm. But then this week, getting the Dane Kingslayer title. After when we checked it two months <laughs> of working on Don't it. Don't look at the calendar. No, no, yeah, no, We're no. like, when do we kill Cindergosa? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> I had three weeks in there of vacation and other stuff. But still, that's still like a, you know five weeks of, of attempts and such. Um, and really, it came together. And obviously... You know, they did a scaling buff there. There's, there was no harm done by getting the scaling yeah. buff. But it was really the last two weeks we had the same ten people for two weeks in a row to Actually do the attempts. It. And we finally were able to push through. And we figured out a nice way of... We were originally on phase three, or I shouldn't say phase three, phase five. Uh, it's the last phase where the vile spirits are up. We were trying to kite them around in a circle pattern, and that was causing us a lot of issues. We made the determination we would just kite them back and forth between the stairwell and the portal, and that made life a lot easier. Hmm. Uh, we were able to drop our defiles kind of off in the center and uh, get them down. So, yeah, Kingslayer, finally. Awesome. Done. Done. So, so then the next night, I immediately took an alt into ICC. <laughs> oh, God, what is wrong with you? Like, like five of us that were from that group said, well, you know, we're locked out now this week, so there's no other raids. That was our first night of raiding. So we're like, oh, let's do an alt run. And we went in, and it went really well. We went through and cleared the first two wings. So Oy. that was fun. Then the next night, you know, was our guildish raid night, and we went in and uh, I played. Take, yeah, Daxa got to play. <gasps> I know it's been like two months. <laughs> uh, I've been doing quests because I keep logging on at the time when no one else is on. So I'll log on. <laughs> one person from Guild online. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Time to go do quests now. Yeah, so we did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to do some work in Ruby Sanctum that night. That I did Oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we had you just come in for the ICC portion. For the portion. ICC portion, yeah. Um, but, yeah, got to play around in there, kill the mini-bosses, and then show everybody why the Beams of Death <laughs> are such named. Because people are like, no, so you just got to get out of the beam. It's like, no, you can't get hit by the beam. If the beam hits you, you die. That That's game ah! over at that point, yeah. So... Uh, had that. Aridin got to come with us on the follow-up night then as well. Uh, I believe. Or were you there both nights? No, he was only there on only the following night. Only there on the following night. The that's right, you were still camping. Because I was doing homework the following so, night. So, played that. I have a horde now that's... Shut ...higher up. than it was before. It's like 22 now. Sure. So, moving highest along. Highest level horde I've had. I, I think the highest I've gotten is like 17 on the horde side. I just, you know, end up in that uh, place of bored now. <laughs> I, I know. Can't. It's well, like I I'll live so many hours. Yeah. I tried. To, I, I made an evil Daxa, and uh, 
I decided to play a little bit, and then Grail was like, oh, I'll play with you. And now his... Grail always says that. 20. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. It's better than playing with myself. <laughs> oh, exactly. There you go. Um, but now his hoardy's like made an, higher. And you made an evil Daxa? An evil Daxa. Because she's a hoardy, so she has to be evil. Does yeah. she have a goatee? All evil that's not political. That's not a politically <laughs> no. charged statement at all. <laughs> you know, I think the people who play Horty look at the alliance and go, "Uh, yeah, you guys evil. are evil." Yes, but I want to play mine as an evil Daxa. Okay, then play her as an evil Daxa. Is it a her? It's a her. All right. I don't play boys. Yeah, I, don't, I don't either. Yeah. So. He, yes, he plays boys and he plays girls. Yeah. I know. Grail cross dresses yeah. when he wants yes, to. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's just it's it's I, I don't know why he just does it. I go with whatever looks the best. <laughs> <laughs> I made Grail p- play a pretty boy, though. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm playing a blood elf. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, you're playing, I, you're very playing, pretty, a, you're no playing a pretty what, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still the prettiest. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I, I guess that's like horde light, since I'm not really one of the you know, core horde, horde uh, yeah. Yeah. classes, yeah. or races, I should say. Yeah, I guess it's horde light. But eh, yeah. Still. Are you playing a belf, too? Yes, I am. Okay, she so wanted to play same a starting zone, I want a yeah. paladin. So she was kind of limited. Yeah. <laughs> well, just wait, wait for Cataclysm and roll a Torin paladin. A cow. Holy cow. Holy cow. I, yeah, no. What? You got something against female Torin? I don't like cows in that sense. Racist. I like real cows. Racist. Real cows are my favorite. Speciesist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cows, you think Torin? I don't know. Eh, not so much for me. Yeah. Now, if it was like a cute cow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> a cute cow. What was that game that we played? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm distracted God. by the thought of udders at that point. <laughs> no, what? was it where you played the God and then you had your... And I, your avatar. Yes. What Pop- was it called? Populous. No, it black po- and white. Black and white. Oh, black and white. That's oh, what it yeah, was. I know same guy. Same guy. Yeah, same yeah, guy. Same yeah. Guy. I like the cows. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have a giant cow yeah. avatar. avatar avatar that you could train to like pick up people and throw them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, strange mine game. was a really good one. They never did that. It was when you started going more evil that it would throw people or eat them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So apparently, there is a cute cow. There's cute cows. Alrighty, well, <laughs> so. I learned something new every day. They've also made some announcements, and I know none of us really play Paladins, <laughs> but they're doing a big Paladin revamp now mm-hmm. uh, with Cataclysm. Obviously, they've been releasing some of the, the preview talent trees now that they've said what their intentions right. are with that. Uh, but with Paladins, they really wanted to shift their system to almost roguelike where they'll have combo points. Huh? That's what I, that's what most of us said. I have, I've only read uh, a bit about this because, again, I don't play a Paladin, but... Uh, the paladins that were in our raids were very vocal about the, hmm. the changes they're trying to force. Blizzard's always said they've never really been too thrilled with how the paladins played, so they wanted to try something new with them. And it looks like they're going to build like holy combo points. Like, and the break, you know, holy the, combo holy points, combo holy points, combo points, points Batman. Batman. Uh, yes. But I think, and what they want them to do is actually be more of the. If you're going to be a healer, you'll actually be in melee. And you'll be fighting healing. Sounds like a cleric. Sort of. I guess. Okay. There's no cleric in the game, so... I'm saying, if, if you go back to clerics from other games, you know, they're up there wearing plate 
holy warrior kind of thing, and just also happen to be healing people on the side while they smite with righteousness. So that <laughs> does kind of match the whole paladin right. thing. Mm-hmm. It's different. I mean, it's just it's you know it's a massive you know. change. And I, if I played like like rogues. They're just getting like, we're really happy with where you're at. We're just going to give you cool utility. It's like, all right, that sounds great to me. But if I was like, you know, they came to me and said, yeah, we're done with you guys um, stabbing things. We're going to have you now. <laughs> you're ranged. You're ranged and you're going to throw chickens. And I'd be like, <laughs> what the? I didn't sign up for this. I don't care if the chickens do a thousand, you know, DPS. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how this works out. I'd like to see a chicken chucking rogue. <laughs> yeah. Actually, chicken chucking rogue. I'd, I'd be there okay if go. I had a throne. If I could do like fan of chickens, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Stealth, so, stealth, stealth, stealth. <laughs> so it's a so it's a CCR is what you're looking for. Is a chicken chucking yeah. rogue? Chicken chucking rogue. Oh my goodness! But, but the fan of poultry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm just picturing, yeah, as he's stealthing up. That's pretty funny. Judy, are you are you specked fried or what? <laughs> and actually, one of the all right in in game, yeah. Dread Knight throws phantom chickens. Nice. <laughs> uh, a comment from the the Black Void from Jay Malman, uh, a melee healer. His first thought was Warhammer Online, and I got to tell you, when I read it, that was my exact thought as yep, well because Warhammer, Warhammer Online was everybody fought, everybody did DPS. Yes. Your even your healers, they had to to generate their power to do the heals. So, yep. it, and it, it worked. It was interesting. It was a much different way of healing than just sitting back and playing whack-a-mole. No, the Blizzard is, has shown time and again that they are uh, not shy about stealing good oh, ideas no. from other properties. Um, I'm still expecting to see group quests show up somewhere in Cataclysm before launch because stealing good ideas from other franchises is kind of their thing, and that's a really good idea that they should steal. Right. <laughs> If you're listening, and we know you are, you should be stealing group quests from Warhammer. Yes. Yeah, group quests is the best yeah. freaking idea ever. It's just fun. Maybe you can yeah. just be in the zone and contribute and yeah. get a shot at fat loots. Yeah. It's it worked surprisingly well. It, you know, it was kind of depressing when you went to one of those areas and you were the only person there. Yeah. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> I <laughs> can't handle this. Yeah. <laughs> we could be here a little while. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, did that. I played around with respecting my mage to fire. I haven't been a fire mage for a long time. and I Fire bad, tree I, pretty. And no idea what to do with it. So that was interesting. You yes. looked and you had no idea what to do with it. Well, huh? it was, you know, living bomb is interesting. Hey, it, it You're took, the bomb, baby. It, it took me a while. I'm still, you know, getting used, back again, used to actually playing Io. Yeah. You know, I had her kind of tucked away in the closet coated with dust for a while there <laughs> yeah I dusted off my my druid recently and put him right back in the cupboard because I had completely forgotten how to play <laughs> you've forgotten how to play knight play in any role you're healing I've just been playing the DK which yeah. for the purposes of the wrath content has been basically I've been tanking the entire time because I've, I've put myself in the queue as DPS or tank, and of course, you know, within picoseconds, I've gotten a summon to oh, of be course. a tank. Oh, yeah. Um, so pre, uh, you know, in the TBC content, I was DPSing pretty regularly. 
And now it's just been tank, 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 tank. And I tried to dust the bear off, and the tanking styles are just so radically different. It's like, right. uh, I need to go practice this before I can drop into a group, and there's no time. So back in the cupboard with you. No, back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> back in the box. Poor bear. Yeah, poor bear. Put Edwina back in bolt. Edwina! Um, so uh, the bl- uh, Grey Void thinks that you should roll a mage. It's two buttons, and you would never forget. <laughs> That easy, huh? Yeah. That's what they say. That Yeah, that was my feeling going to fire was like, oh my God, I got to keep track of like more than just two things. That's, so this so is a lot of work. You're saying fro- frost mages are all about no, uh, and everything? No, arcane. Oh, arcane. Arcane, okay. yeah. Arcane blast, arcane blast, arcane blast, arcane blast, arcane missile. So yeah, with something, and recycle. When, when you build up a certain number. Yeah, of... you get four, a stack of four from the arcane blast, and as long as your arcane barrage is up, you just nuke, fire that off, and rinse, repeat. Then uh, go back to the blast, nuke. and you can hotkey all your cooldowns to a macro. So you just push that once, and then go to town. And as soon as you want to, you just hit that hotkey every so often. So you're either doing that rotation or AOEing your way through the entire instance. Yeah, AOE, you just drop your fire thing on the floor, and then you drop the blizzard on top of it. It's really simple. And epics. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure there's there's more nuance. If you're doing raiding, I hope there's more there. I've heard fire actually does uh, catch up and it, perhaps even... Uh, surpass arcane in heavy duty duty you know 25 man rating but we shall see we shall see it's not something i'm doing right now so unfortunately arcane as simple as it is works the best Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep easy peasy roll face on keyboard receive epics pretty much very curious to see i know blizzard at launch for cataclysm is likely gonna try to return to Heroics having meaning and actually being what? challenging. What? Yeah. And not just being the OMG badge fests. And I'm curious to see how long they're going to attempt to hold that line. Yeah. Because I have zero confidence that they will hold it forever. Uh, they will cave to the... <laughs> on the forums that it will inevitably begin as soon as people reach level 85 content. And I'm just curious to see how long they stick to their guns. Well, I, I mean, one of the things they wanted to bring back was crowd control, yep. which would make inherently the instances. It's just, it's just one of the more fun parts, of the right. game, in my opinion. Well, it's yeah, it's a skill, and it's something that completely went away, and so people have to relearn that. But the question is, is by putting crowd control in and having difficult uh, pulls, pulls, and such like, like strategy, strategy. You may then see the length of instances go back up. Because mm-hmm. if you recall, one of the big things for Wrath was let's make every instance an hour or less. Yep. And nowadays, it's and the way they did that was by reducing the complexity. Exactly. I.e., turned it into an AOE fest that you never stop moving in. Yeah. Oh, per- what fun! Personally, I'd rather see them split their paths and have instances that are the sub hour, and then instances that are greater than. Well, and just have the loot reflective of the, the commitment. Just the method they use to shorten the instance. Don't simplify the instance. Just have it be two bosses. True. With complex trash pulls, but less of them. Yeah. So more instances yeah. of shorter number of mobs, but with more complex fights. Which would be good. The only thing is if you're queuing for those DPS, then 
it kind of sucks to do two bosses and then go out and wait 15, 20 minutes for your next one, and then two bosses, and then, you know, that's kind of the... Roll a tank. Yeah, yeah, but the, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> Not the best solution. Yeah. <laughs> They're always talking about trying to reduce the healer and tank shortage. That would be one way. There make, is. make being DPS suck even harder. Rogue tanks. That'll help. Hey, evasion tanking, I think, should be a valid... Uh, <laughs> progression. Yeah. <laughs> just, all right, we take that one. Okay, give me five minutes. Consider. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, uh, five minutes. No, no, <laughs> not, not with the current mechanic, but making tanking as a rogue completely valid in that. I mean, talk about gaining aggro. What would piss off a boss more than never being able to hit you? Chicken to the face. Damn it, damn it chicken to damn the it, face. Yeah, chicken <laughs> to the face. <laughs> <laughs> stealth, stealth, Spam stealth, of chickens. <laughs> you did not just hit me with a... <laughs> You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we saw that at the end of Burning Crusade when rogues were able to get their, their dodge up to like 80 or 90%. Yep. It was ridiculous, and so they were able to tank uh, Black Temple. But no, they've never, tr- <laughs> never been considered a Officially tanking class. Officially a tanking yeah. class. Yeah, that was quickly uh, changed. You think? <laughs> so. Yeah, the Blizzard has learned not to... Uh, they've learned from... Dodge and what other stats have did block, they block? They want to change and uh, they had parried. they had stats that were oh, haste used to be the, the oh my god stack. If you stacked haste, you were an unstoppable killing machine. Back in this is back in vanilla, right? Right. They, they've they've realized not to have these god stats. Yeah. Where because th- they underestimated the willingness of the player base to stack a single stat. Oh sure. Dispensing with all others. And they realized they had these raids full of these haste machines that were just putting out unbelievably stupid amounts of DPS for their day. Right. Like, okay, we need to nerf haste. Yeah. We'll c- cut that down. But then, you know, it's same thing with armor pen. When yep. they brought armor that pen, in, everybody deal. quickly figured out, well, it doesn't do much unless you stack the crap out but of it. But when you do. But when you hit that cap, oh, my God. you're Yeah, yeah so. You never, I mean, it's, it's like you're going against naked opponents because... Right. Because fighting naked, I mean. <laughs> Gnome checks are hot. Pantsless. Uh, you always <laughs> Oh, you have summoned it. I wear no pants. <laughs> I wear no pants. Just for you, Grail. Very cool. <sighs> We're in that pad again. It is kind of bulky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's... Uh, there's that. They've said they've even the the mobs that are outside in just the overland areas. They've upped the hit points on those to where they're not like kill with two two shots. <laughs> Up the voltage. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, basically trying to give people a little more feel. Um, other reports have been the the amount of time it's taking to level is much slower now between eighty and eighty five. I expected that. Yeah. I expected the number of raw points per level to be stupidly high. Right. Where this is a ten level expansion renamed as five. Exactly. They just doubled the amount of XP per level and called it eighty five. Because mm-hmm. oh no, we don't always just increase it by ten levels. See, see this expansion we're doing five. Uh, you, you guys just. Cut it in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just figuring out things for 10 levels is hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I um, can imagine the. They talk about the, the number, the huge number of additional quests they've put in. They need to because you're going to be sitting on those levels for freaking ever. Sure. You're going to. We're going to run out of content that is level appropriate if they're not careful. 
Yeah. Well, I, I hope they do the same thing with Wrath, though. It gives a, enough quests that if I level my second character up to 85, I don't have to do the exact same quest patterns. And it'll be interesting to see if they, if they balance that, because they're requiring this absurd number of uh, experience right. points per level. Are they possibly either going to have the quests reward that much more, or just have that much many more quests where you won't burn through every single quest on every single character and just be repeating the same content. Yeah. It was a very nice thing about Wrath where your second character through Northwind, okay, this time I'm doing Howling Fewer. Yeah, the whole different path. And yeah. I, don't, I don't see a single piece of duplicate content. Right, right. You could, you could conceivably pull three tunes to 80 and not see duplicate content. Much. Because I routinely would get my tunes to 80 and not really have touched um, Storm Peaks. Oh, yeah. At all. Yeah. And there's tons of content there. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I never did the Zul. Uh, oh, Zuldrak. Yeah. And there's tons of quests oh, there. Yeah. Uh, Grizzly Hills, I only moderately did. I did that once. Yeah, I, I skipped a... I skipped a bunch of those. I'm actually going back now with iOS. Since I tend to be on when other people are not, I'm going back and filling out quest chains that I hadn't done before. Just to see Just it. to see storyline. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, I'm back in Dragon Blight. Everything's level 73. It's not like it's a challenge. <laughs> and he's like, just stand there and smite things and gab, grab some gold. Um, There's some fun to be had so, in, playing in God mode. So that I can hopefully, you know, I'm just still trying to collect mounts and things like that, so... It's, you know. Stuff you do between expansions. Exactly. Yeah. We have a depressingly long time to wait before this one ships. Because I thought October, they were November. slating October. Yeah, they've said that before. I know. We'll see. <laughs> well, act the blizzard. Bobby's not going to let them slip. <laughs> <laughs> you will get our revenue. Get it out. We need to get $10 million right. on the first day. Oh, we were, uh, we were, yeah, we were laughing about that. Laughing about the shirts on the site. What, what would Bobby, Bobby do? do? Yeah. Right. Um, those shirts. And then, um, well, we had one of the guys on camera build burning Bobby in effigy. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that yeah. Was a wonderfully uh, cathartic moment there. Uh, and also, just listening, I had uh, Octane Hardic versus the World live on the uh, stereo here. And you, you, came, you shout, shouted from across the house, was that Bobby voice? Yes, Octane's doing Bobby voice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the funny part is, is that we, we all know Bobby voice now, and we're just, you know, playing around, and, and I, I'm like, so, and we start having the discussion, so is he really like that? Well, his public persona is, I'm like, ooh, that's bad, because normally people try and make their public persona better no. than yeah. how they really feel. Eh, the investors love him, because he no. makes them buckets and buckets of money, while making the gaming industry less and less and less good for the gamers. Yeah, like, yeah, you're hearing the yes, the baby Daxa, wake you, up. You're yes, hearing. yes. Arch Nemesis is stirring. It's uh, it is uh, about half an hour from when she's going to want food. Yeah. So, and it's also time for the break. So handy that. Woo-hoo. Perfect. We have got a lovely episode of Midnight at the Movies queued up for you. You should listen carefully and then proceed to the forums and participate in Midnight's movie matchup for this week. You are listening to. Casually Hardcore on Versus wow. the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We'll be back right after this.
Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hey everybody, welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. This week we got two new films to take a look at, so let's get started. First up, it's going to be Ramona and Beezus. Now, this is actually a children's novel from 1955 written by Beverly Cleary. The main character is Ramona Quimby and her older sister Beatrice, which she couldn't say when she was younger, so she called her Beezus. Basically, Ramona is a very imaginative, energetic, uh, kind of gets herself into trouble kind of kid, and Beezus is her older sister who tries to take care of her, keep her safe, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, drives her sister nuts. But, luckily for the family, Ramona's imagination and outgoingness and all that helps them save the family house in this children's story. So, it's going to be really cute for the kids. It's rated G. It's, you know, everything's going to be really nice about it. So, get out there with the kids, take a look at it, and see what you think. It looks cute, so take a chance on it. It's going to be, like I said, rated G in an hour and 44 minutes long. Alright, our next movie is going to be Angelina Jolie and salt. Today, a Russian agent will kill the president. The name of the agent is Evelyn Salt. My name is Evelyn Salt. Then you are a Russian spy. Somebody is setting me up! You have any idea what she's done to this country? She had to drop on me. Why didn't she see me? There's something else going on here. You think everyone is who they say they are? We had a chance to get out there this weekend and catch Angelina in this one. She did a really good job acting in it, and honestly, we were sitting there trying to think of anybody else that could pull this off, which brings up another interesting fact, but I can't think of another female lead that that could pull off this movie. I, I just hadn't come to me at all. And interesting fact about this, they actually offered this part to Tom Cruise, but instead of doing Salt, he thought Day and Night would be a better choice. And so they went back to the original Making Salt a Woman and giving the part to Angelina Jolie, who the part was actually written for. We thought she did a great job. There wasn't anything wrong with the acting. The biggest problem we had with this movie is it's just... uh, it's predictable. It's not, you know, after all these spy movies that you've seen and everything like that, it's nothing really earth-shattering. There's no major twist that you don't fully expect. 
I just really wasn't blown away by the story. It seemed really rehashed from other spy movies that have been out there. It was a decent movie, and it's worth going to see just for the action, and it was fun. It's rated PG-13, and it's going to be an hour and 39 minutes long. All right. Last week, I think I mixed up my weeks. I actually said uh, on the DVD releases, I gave you this week's DVDs instead of last week's DVDs. Sorry about that. So, Tuesday, July 27th. That's Tuesday coming up. Thank you, Midnight. Clash of the Titans and Repo Man. Big surprise. I announced those last week. So, they're actually coming out this Tuesday. Like I said, they're both kind of mediocre films. So, they're worth a one-shot. Get it on Netflix, rent it once, not really worth buying. So, okay. Now let's take a look at the money O's for last week. Not a real big surprise where things fell. Number five, Toy Story brought in another $11.9 million. That brought it up to $362 million total so far. And it's still going. It's still number five, still going strong. Number four, dropping two spots is the Eclipse. Brought in another $13.4 million. It is up to $264 million. It's doing better than any other uh, Twilight movie so far. The number three is our new movie, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. $17.6 million for it. Number two, Despicable Me. Unfortunately dropping from number one, but with the movie that's in number one, I don't mind. Despicable Me brought in $32.8 million, bringing it up to $118 million. Number one movie, absolutely loved it, Inception. Again, if you have not seen Inception, go see it. It is so worth it. It brought in $62.7 million its opening weekend. All right, gang, it's time for that Midnight's Mix-Up matchup. What I want you to do, if you don't know what's coming, I'm about to play five clips. Go to the forums at vtwproductions.com. Click on the forums link. Head on down to the big screen section. Get into this week's Mix-Up matchup post. And guess what these five clips are. All right, here they come at you. It's our motto. What's the motto? Nothing. What's the motto with you? I don't care who you are back in the world. You give up with this one more time. I'll bleed you. Be quiet. Leave you here. Got that? Let me go out with us. If you do, you'll never come back. They call me Mr. Tibbs. I want that Olympic medal. Now I can see it there. It's waiting for me. There you go, gang. Get on those forums and take your guesses. All right, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at MidnightVTW, or you can drop me an email, MidnightAtTheMovies at gmail.com. That's MidnightAtTheMovies at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be taking a look at Dinner for Schmucks, Charlie St. Cloud, Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Ooh, now that one's going to be fun. All right, guys, I'm going to toss it back to the Casually Hardcore crew. You have a good weekend. Storm in the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Goodbye. Hello, I'm Oxhale. And I'm Nomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. You have. 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio as we cruise mightily into our email and shout-outs segment. 
I believe Violet has an email all queued up and ready to go in all of its adorableness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on one second. Got to get back to that one, actually. <laughs> That's live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's live, not live, what live. I meant no. when I said by all queued, queued up, up and ready to go. Um, there was the one uh, that says, the show? Dear CH crew, longtime listener, right from the beginning, first-time writer. Two things today. What news have you heard about the beta from the beta testers and so on about druids in Cataclysm. That's the first question. Anything? Uh, very I've heard nothing. Little in the way of changes other than the addition of trolls and worgen as being playable as druids and the uh, canine nature of the cat forms for the worgen, which makes complete sense. I thought there were some healing changes, but I'm Possibly. not, not uh, entirely... Not really dialed in, because not in the beta. Uh, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, say no more. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, okay. See, Blizzard, right now, we could be promoting your product to, God, thousands of listeners. And instead, we're going to move on to our next topic. Um, and secondly, I know this <laughs> is, is a bit... related. <laughs> I know this is a bit long, but bear with me. Druid joke, haha. Um, to say in short form, when I heard Iolite was with Bun in Oven, I immediately thought back to the beginning days of Casually Hardcore when it was held to run Distraction on Nemesis, and I thought, oh my god, we're going to be one C.H. Crewman down, and thought, oh no! But to end on a light note, my icy heart was melted when I first heard the squeaks from the newly heralded squeaker. I thank you for thawing out my heart of icy chains. That from Fuzzy Tree, a 71 twig druid on Amenthal. Fuzzy Tree. Fuzzy Tree. Nice. Um, and I have, by the way, been making notes on the amazing number of people um, that have showed up. So I'm going to do the, um, the shout outs to the people who've come to the dance party before more people show up. Because <laughs> um, there are, I think, 30 here now. We had, hello, Nemesis. Would you like to talk to the people on the radio since you're coming to bother Mommy while she's talking? I'm reasonably certain that humiliating you doesn't work when it's a, when it's a, a microphone in front of me nope. instead of a room full of right. people. No fear of microphones. Um, uh, okay. So we have Sicarius, Dread Knight, Noosh Kildare, Ambrosius, Pallywhacker, Want to Buy AoE Sheep, Rink, Darahas, Barry VA, of course, Femme Dwarf, Jeraziah, Dinosaur, Nauda, Irath, Boba Fetish, El Tank, Tanke, El Tanke, um, Looking for Doc's Van, Doc Dead Bait, Lifebound, Arasoma, uh, Feldian, uh, Goliath Man, Cold Pally, um, Andreas, Deandro, Copy Eye, Cathedora, Rihanna Nim, which I know I'm going to say wrong, and Backstabber. I think I got everybody. And breathe. <sighs> and email. <laughs> Next. This one is titled VTW Webcomic. Good afternoon, CH crew. Tavan Azia here. I just wanted to email you guys to see if you wanted to plug the possible webcomic venture. Kind of a something to keep an eye on thing with the forums for the moment. Keep up the good work and the awesomeness with the show. P.S. Can I get a lint liquor drop in, please? That one owns all kinds of face. <laughs> Level 80, ungilded, belf hunter, uh, moon guard. That is. 
You're just enjoying holding the baby up to the microphone, aren't you? Well, she makes all kinds of noises. I know. She just tooted for the mic. Yep. Big old toot right yep. into the microphone. So. The level of humor at Casually Hardcore, ladies and gentlemen. Baby fart. Baby fart. <laughs> this is a, a good uh, time to, uh, to use the new dropping again. Then. I've got a present for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, um, I missed Borigs on the dance party. Apparently, he showed up at the very end here. And no more people. If I missed you, just send me a whisper. But I, I, You're I just cry too now. Late. There are too many of you. Yeah. yeah. And as requested. Who are you calling a cootie queen, you lint liquor? <laughs> Who are you calling a cootie queen, you lint liquor? She's got it. Moving on. Uh, All right. Who's got one? We got one here. Greetings from Romania. Romania! Romania? Romania. All right. Pick another one then. Greetings from Petesti. Sure, they got a cream for that. Oh, Petesti, Romania. <laughs> so I hope that's how I'm pronouncing I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Long time listener, first time writer. Guess that's a popular phrasing. Catchy, right? I'm a huge fan of the show. I find myself laughing while listening to the podcast on the bus on my way to work, especially when Gnome did the Marv the Martian voice. Daxa couldn't stop laughing. It was hilarious. I have only one question. Would any, any blah, would any of you think of leveling a character of the same class except play it either as a worgen or a goblin, I would assume as well, but play as a worgen. So basically, would you take a druid that you already have and remake them as a worgen or make a new character and play as the a same class, class you already right? Have. So play a druid worgen. Keep up the great work. Best wishes me. to you all. This is from Medox uh, Neptulian EU. Not a chance in hell. I'm going to do it with a hunter. I played a hunter up to 60, and my worgen's going to be a hunter. Um, I am i don't know. I no. might. I, I. It's just going to depend on all of the options that are available to me. I'm definitely doing worgen first. Um, I've just played the druids so long. You know, it's probably time to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. So. Everything's available with a worgen except shaman and paladin. I know. The okay. two classes I would have played as a worgen, but I think I'm going to try something with a pet. That so you're going to try warlock. a hunter or, or a warlock? Warlock. Evil Daxa. I want your soul. I will eat your soul. Um, real quick, I wanted to give, since he is our uh, IRC rep, what? I would give a little little Don't talk. No, I'm not oh. giving him kudos. <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. Yeah, God, what are you talking about? Um, no, I wanted to highlight a form post that Barry VA put out there, a call for folks to do some old school Diablo 2. Ah. And he's managed to have a couple nights where I guess they have four players right now. And, of course, Diablo 2 supports up to eight. So look on there for times when they're getting together. It's so under video game discussion. Yes. And Barry VA will, of course, link it in the IRC and include it in the show notes because that's how he rolls. Correct. And I believe they're playing on U.S. East. Uh, so far, their times, unfortunately, have butted right up against the couple nights I raided. So I have not been able to, to join them, but I'm trying to... Get a character leveled up and catch up to those folks to play around with them. But he has the classes that they have right now in there, and uh, go for it. It's Excellent. fun. It gets you know nice preview to when uh, Diablo three ever reaches shore, which is really StarCraft two is nice, but I'm really waiting for Diablo three. Yeah. That's the game exactly. I'm excited for the most. Bring it on! All right. 
I have one that says, I am versus you, particularly Daxa, for saying I have no life due to my forum lurking a few weeks ago. I will never forget. Anyways, wanted to ask, could we hear the lint liquor drop in? Wow. Okay, lots of geeky love from GoX. Who you calling the cootie queen, you lint liquor? There's a lot of lint liquor love in the old channel today. Lick, lick, lick. It's actually one of one of the little segments from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh yeah, they have oh, one yeah. of his inventions is a monkey thought translator. Yes, and he has his monkey Steve. 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 And it's basically he's adapted this child's talking toy with the headband that scans his brain, and it's translating what the monkey is thinking. Unfortunately, what the monkey is thinking is very simplistic. So they're right. all crammed into an elevator for one segment, and the monkey is just licking. Yeah. And, and the, of course, the, it, the translator speaking, is saying, lick, 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 lick. lick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And look, Steve's even sh- even throwing chocolate snowballs. Oh. 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 No. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Um, gummy bears! No! Oh, gummy yeah, bears. Tore those gummy bears apart. <laughs> it's like tore out one of its heart and ate it. Yeah, like, I know. Damn, this is a children's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but anyway. Well, I got one here. All righty. Yeah, Go ahead, Cootie go. Queen. Okay. All right, Link Licker. <laughs> Hi, Casualties. I want to throw a question out there. Since I'm listening live today, my wife's droid, mine got, or on my wife's droid, mine got dunked in the water shortly after we finished our college orientation on July 16th. Ooh. I'm currently waiting on the money to get its replacement. Uh, let's see here. The question being, how good is an iPad for those uh, or how good is an iPad going to be for a college student like myself to acquire? Is it going to be good for note-taking for my professors, or should I stick with getting a laptop for my college studies uh, come the disbursement date of my loans? Any and all advice is appreciated from the IRC and from you guys. By the way, you're welcome for the Command & Conquer drop-in at the beginning <laughs> of the show. I had to dig through my old CNC CDs for it. Deus Ex. Yay! Yay! I got a present for you. Um, I would probably say, again, if you are going to have a keyboard to go with your iPad, it would be fine. If you're not going to have a keyboard, then it'd be much more challenging. Well, in in my opinion, if you're going to do actual homework on it, that's going to be tough. Yeah. I would still probably go with the Laptop. laptop because you'd also have more compatibility with Whatever type of uh, office program or note-taking program you I think have. laptop's the way to go. Yeah. Here, where your instructor hands you a CD with PDFs on exactly. it. Exactly. And you can get that onto the iPad, but you need a PC to do it. It's, and it's, it's a lot of It's incredibly annoying. For, for simple note-taking as a conduit into your computer, sure. probably pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. with the Use Your Handwriting app. You can just write with your finger. We'll talk about that next. You're doing it wrong. No, we've got to plug our research team. We always have a lot to talk about now. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I would say if you're if you have to have one or the other, laptop, get the laptop for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can have both, hey. Yes. Hey. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Six million dollars. Do you have no. one up over there? Uh, of uh, course. An uh, email? I have an email. Yay. You go first. No. 
You don't. You, she's you go first. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> first rule: the doctor lies. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next segment too. Uh, hey, casually hardcore, You're enjoying everything I'm reading about Cataclysm and looking to play my warlock in Cataclysm. New shard system looks fun, and getting used to the new talent trees. Remember, subject to change without notice, so don't get too invested in them because yeah, no they changed. They changed a lot last two expansions during beta, so. Looking to get a shout-out for my guild, Advanced Hair, and my officers, <laughs> Andy and John, the Raptor. <laughs> yes, their guild tag actually reads Advanced Hair. Advanced Hair. Wow. Oh, my okay. God. I Love saw the show. Keep it casual. DJN Toddles. I saw a, uh, a great... Um, I saw a great guild tag um, at the dance party today. Um, and sadly, I don't remember. I think it was Andre Andreas who brought it, and that was um, Pug and Prey. Yeah, Pug and Prey. I saw that guy <laughs> nice. hanging out. Pug and Prey, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and Cathadora. Man, it's been a while since I saw Cathadora at the dance party. Oh, Aww. that reminds me, Cathadora. Uh, sting. I'll work on that in a minute. So, from the blackboard, we have from Sicarius. Can I get a shout out to? Andosin, Andos, uh, Andonsian, Nelf Priest on Wormrest Accord for hitting level 70. And he, he just prompts me. And there's a, sh- Barry V.A. says, and from Sean Caster, wait, can you do it from memory? Shout out to my guild, Knights of the Round on, I believe it's Uldemon from Sean Caster. Did I get it right? <laughs> I know it's Knights of the Round. I know or- it's Uldemon. The EU or I think it's Uldemon U.S. Or are they going to burn you in effigy next? <laughs> oh, God only knows. Uh, next victim. I have one that's romance and fantasy writers. Uh-huh. Ooh. You oh. mentioned last week that Anne McCaffrey wrote romance novels. Lots of I, them. And yeah. I thought that I'd pass on the tidbit that Jim Butcher's wife writes romances. And this is from Simul Warlock, uh, Earth and Ring US. Wow. Two authors in the same family. That's got to be fairly hellish. I know. Can you imagine? No. Now, I'm given to understand that writing for a living is no, not for the weak of heart. No, yeah, no, it's sure. hard. I mean, there's there's hours and hours of just writing for fun gets frustrating. Yeah, I can't imagine having to you know be told this is your job and you actually also have a deadline. Um, but it's a it's a great outlet. <laughs> I I you know I enjoy writing for fun, but I just write. Little bits That's, at a time. Yeah. I mean, imagine little if you were told those little bits, you need to have, you know, 30 pages turned in every two weeks. Or, no. or we shoot you. rough. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, that's got to be tough. Um, I, oh, my God. There's a character in here called Cuther Polly. Cuther Polly. Nice. All right. I think it's Cuther Pally, but, <laughs> but it works. But oh, he, he can't, too funny. He can't type anything in general chat because there's women around. Oh, uh, that's pretty funny. So we had also going back to the forums where our play by post game has survived its first combat. We met the enemy and only Goex's character was cut about the neck area and nearly died. Already then. We managed to keep him (laughs) up. And we all, I think every, I know we at least had three natural ones rolled during that by our our team. Natural one. We're not, yeah, we're not. Isn't that a critical failure? Natural one. Well, it's a potential for a critical failure, which it potentially did 
at least two of the times. How exactly <laughs> do you, on something that you're writing, roll a natural one? Funny enough, they have a website for this, which is called Invisible Castle. You make a, an account on there, and you're able to put your game title in and it keeps track of every time you roll so if you roll your attack and if say you wanted to fudge it and roll like three times so you got a number you wanted when the dm goes back to look at it he can see that you rolled three times and go well wait what are you doing so it, it's shenanigans way, yeah exactly yeah. it's a way of keeping up so this stupid site called invisible castle has given us many ones and, <laughs> many ones and gave the dm a natural 20 with a critical which would cause no X's, uh <laughs> Predicament. DM dice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my wow. goodness. Very cool. But yeah. Too funny. Still been a lot of fun. Uh, one other piece of news. I believe it's somewhere on the forums. This one maybe Barry can track down because I couldn't locate it. But it was some news regarding uh, that came out at Comic Con on Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic Online. Mm. The fact that they're going to put in space, space combat. combat. Interesting. Sexy. Especially if they do it right. was absolutely lacking from Star Wars Galaxies, and I believe they've learned from that colossal bleep up. It's it's Star Wars. You have to have some ability to fly around and actually. Need my TIE Fighter? Need my X Wing? Yeah, something. It doesn't have to be a TIE Fighter and X Wing. I just got to be in space, and I got to have some creepy old man telling me to, you know, use the the force. force. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, man. Jedi Master, whatever you, whatever. Same okay. thing, same difference. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have another email. We got time still? Yeah. Bring it. Se- semi-Invisible Treehouse is an addicting book series. So, hi, CH Crew. I was heading to my inbox, and I saw this one on the two side, uh, on the second side of the front page. Basically, it's that uh, uh, mirror treehouse mm-hmm. that they made uh, 40 miles south of Arctic Circle in Sweden. Hmm. Um, and it's, uh, and I thought with, and I thought with a Keanu Reeves, whoa, this is amazing. We have come so far to have invisible tree houses. Technically it's not invisible. It just mirrors all the trees around it. But as for book series, thanks for hooking me on the Dresden Files and Codex Alaria. They were an awesome series. Thanks for reading this on air. If you do, and this is, uh, Darhas level 80 tree O life on earth and ring us. TSI. Huh? Tree. Tree. <laughs> Such a dork. P.S. Oh, I noticed that Dexel likes to say fabulous way too much. If you manage to say fabulous 250 times in the show, you win a cookie. If you don't, you still get a cookie from a store. <laughs> fabulous! I, I don't think I've said fabulous today. No, you did. Except Not in twice. the email. Twice. Yeah. And like three, actually three times because she, she said it twice in the email. There you go. <laughs> so, so you've read it out three times there now. There you go. Okay, so... Sorry, predator noise. <laughs> Random Move, predator cow noise. noise. <laughs> <laughs> Cows aren't invisible. Predators are. Cows with oh, guns. you don't know. Yeah. Cows cow cow predator. Guns. Cows on buns. <laughs> cow say tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a crazy oh, one. Cow so well hung. Anyway. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job done. <laughs> Hang on, I have a request from apparently the only girl on the internet. I gotta come around for a second. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh, is that the, the um, that copy yeah. from the uh, of the floppy hat? Yeah, floppy hat girl. I'm I'm gonna get hit. I just know I am gonna get hit. Ooh, careful, no, I just careful. promised you wouldn't be the only girl on the web. There we go. 
There you go. go. Two women's on the interwebs. There we are. We can have three if you take the squeaker. Squeaker. Come here, squeaker. Uh-oh. Over the top of the table. Here. Pass the baby. Pass the baby. Baby hand off. I need need to take a hit off that baby. Oh, (laughs) jeez. She's like, okay. Oh, she's going to be mad now, see? Yay. Three ladies on the internet. Woohoo. No way. Nope, she's not buying it. No, no, nope. she's well, that's sleep is... as good a segue as anyway as any into our remaining break. We got some Brad sucks queued up for you. This title of this track is "Work Out Fine." We will be back right after this. Hi, I'm Kathy Dory. You're listening to VTWProductions.com. Can I play Xbox now, Doctor? She's alone all by herself Her body hair cars a mess And nobody cares about a thing she says Cut your losses and pack it in Just taking it for a spin Just lucky you didn't wind up dead Lane said wasn't good enough Maybe once you should lose your mind It's hard to believe it sometimes But everything's gonna work out fine Took the chance and really off And then he called the cops Pulled no punches in his statement was hard to write it down. She was upside down in a busted car, half off the pavement. Lane it safe wasn't good enough. Maybe once you should lose your mind. It's hard to believe it sometimes But everything's gonna work out fine Sometimes, but everything's gonna work out fine. 
Julia Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feed is created and maintained using RSS Feed Creator by JitBit Software. If you plan to podcast or do anything RSS related, check out RSS Feed Creator on JitBit.com. That's J-I-T-B-I-T.com. Also available from the handy link on our front page on the right-hand side. Very cool. Pluggity plug 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 plug. Uh-huh. 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 This past week, we in the US there is a baby unconscious over my shoulder. <laughs> Alrighty then. Way I told you two shots of tequila was too much. <sighs> Damn you. Um okay. Now there's a hat on my head. This is why I love having family. Okay, that was a little bit of a derail. So anyway, we got uh, the final episode of the most recent series of Doctor Who Okay, this past weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, new series was under the guidance of Stephen Moffat, who had taken over from uh, Russell T. Davies, who had been shepherding the series since its uh, revivification a few mm-hmm. years ago. And they had just kind of a different uh, timbre to it. Okay. Uh, every other episode didn't uh, have alternate sexuality shoved in your face, so Russell T. Davies was definitely out of the building. All right. Um, and little less wacky, a little less deus ex machina, and a really, really good set of two episodes to cap off the uh, end of the series with. Cool. So if you're any kind of a sci-fi fan and have not been keeping up on Doctor Who, that you was probably should. End of series or just end of season? The British call them series. Oh, okay. What we would call a season. They call a series. Ugh. And they're a little different in their approach. They typically run about 12 to 15 episodes per instead of the 20 to 24 that we run right. in the U.S. And also, we'll spontaneously just put a show on hiatus for a year for no really good reason. Oh, okay. 
So, to, for example, the, you know, the year before uh, this series of Doctor Who, Doctor Who was just on hiatus for a year, oh. where they did a couple of specials and a Christmas special and called it good. That was it. All right. Um, so they, the BBC treats their uh, seasons real differently, like, and don't necessarily like consistently producing product on anything what you would call a schedule. But uh, schedule, schedule. Yes, uh, if you if you want to remain British about it, just on schedule. I chew on my microphone cover. Cool. So I would highly recommend picking that one up if you have not been following it. It is good, fun sci-fi. Why are you laughing at me, Daxa? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at dinosaur on IRC. Oh, what did dinosaur do? Don't, don't give feed dinosaur the dinosaur. Time. Well, she no. ate me while I was on break going and taking care of the squeaker and she asked me if I wanted you know she could eat a a light and a good book I said great and she said what book do you want I said pick one you want to know what book she picked for me Hmm. Um, she picked uh, Asian Asian lesbian erotica Hmm. yeah and she gave her airtime this is why we don't feed the dinosaur Plus that, and it looks like your baby's been shot again. I was going to say, your sque- yes. squeaker looks like, yeah, a sniper took her. <laughs> oh, man. That is so funny. Yeah. Uh, Babies do do the whole boneless reclining yeah. thing real well. Like yeah, total well, relaxation. And with, the, with the, the arm hanging down off of the yeah. couch. And the and Dax, you know, dinosaur? Is a guy. Is a I know. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> There are no girls on the internet. Well, well there's Harpless one. Harpless is on the internet. Um, excuse me, there Harpless. were just two, and there's yeah. one on That's camera somebody's there. somebody's sister, and... like that that drop-in from, from Cathadora. That was Cathadora's yeah. sister. You know, I think the cat's a chick. So that's just like a stand-in? Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet the cat's a, the cat's a chick. That's See the a, cat in the down... That Cathadora? Yeah. There's a Cathadora's not a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You're just working that out now? I, yeah, cute crying game. no cathador has never been female as far as i understand it the character is female but the player is not to bring us back from homoerotica um, (laughs) when did we wander over there i never (laughs) went there she did it um anyway one of the things we talked about last week was eureka Yes. And thanks to the miracle of on demand, I was able to catch up (gasps) on the first episode. Do you have them saved? It's on on demand. So oh, okay. that means you don't have to go get it on demand. Yeah, yeah but it. is it a pay or is it a free one? It's free. Oh, good. Freebie. Yeah. Freebie. So I mean, the, I have it set to record now for the new episodes, but uh, yeah, that was really, really good. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised with how they how they didn't hit the big reset button. They didn't hit a reset button. They forced people into uh, uncomfortable uncomfortable situation. It's good growth, and it, I mean it. It was a interesting way of growing characters and changing the 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 deck that you have. The belt. smite button was leaned upon. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, the the movement between uh, oh, what's the dorky guy's name? Look at the oh, yeah, who's now running things? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's just call him Rick Moranis. Ah, I can't think of his name. <laughs> dorky guy sounds good. Okay, dorky guy. So him running the the whole shop now and the Beverly moved into just a medical director. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really interesting. It was a good. Uh, hmm. good smart. I'm gonna have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, it it, it's it's a fun show. I like it. It's quirky and fun. Yes, and it had Will Wheaton in it. Will Wheaton. Who Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Who is freaking awesome? I love that man. Cool whip. <laughs> Say cool, cool. Say whip, whip. Say yeah. cool whip. Cool, cool whip. whip. <laughs> 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 Too funny. 
That's classic Family Guy. But I oh my gosh! I will be in the car. Okay, so we got a bunch of research items to. Yeah, the old research team—they just keep delivering. Let's uh, do the shoutouts to those who delivered. We have none left bringing us stuff. Sasulian or Sakulian? I don't know how you pronounce that. Get a simpler name. Barry VA. <laughs> Uh, Boba Fetish and Boba Fetish and f- are one of our new uh, yes. attendees. Bangs with a Z because it's cool because it's got a Z in it's it. Extreme. It's extreme. Extreme things. Yeah. Boba only fetish be more extreme if it had but, an X in it. But Boba Fetish has been around forever. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boba Fetish is named Boba Fetish. Yes. Yep. I mean, it just has all kinds of built-in cool. Yeah. But, it's like our own that slash n- dot. That and yeah, <laughs> Nush yep. They're fabulous. Our, our very they're own s- private slash dot. I like that. Yeah. yeah. What do you know? And so. one, of the, one of the good things I, I from the research team that I got that I thought was really interesting was the where you can take it. You know how emails are very cold when you send emails. I mean, it's just personal notes are really sweet but right. you can't get them fat they're fast enough right so they now invented um where you can make your handwriting a font neat oh. yeah you they basically personalized font personalized font you print out each a, a character. Do, you print out a document and you write your characters on this document and then you take a picture of it and this is software mm-hmm. and then the software will because of the way the it's formatted. Is, it's formatted, the software will take that and it lets you actually make little changes to it before it makes it the font and then it becomes your font. So all your emails are actually in your handwriting, which you know What if your handwriting sucks? Yeah, my handwriting really sucks. <laughs> Listen, you're so. a girl. You're not you have to have flowery, curvy no, handwriting no. with little hearts above the all the eyes. Yeah. Are you kidding okay, me? If I no did mine, hearts. If I did mine, they'd be like, Why'd you send this to me in win- wingdings? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> actually sadly like sadly or positively somehow I get compliments on my handwriting. Uh-huh. Nice. That's awesome. People look at my handwriting and go Wow, that's good. That's good handwriting. Practice that, don't you? That's pretty. It's like, well, you know, I used to forge a lot of signatures, so (laughs) (laughs) I can pretty much make my handwriting look like almost anything. And my dad was a doctor, so forging his signature was like, yeah, I had to practice that. If I'm really careful, I can make it nice enough to where then my emails can be a little more personalized. I thought that was really neat, actually. That was kind of interesting. Hmm. If I go back to like mechanical drafting and do my block letters, maybe you could understand what I was writing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was meant for the computer age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all about the typing, yeah. kids. Don't do drugs. Yeah, but it's not as nice when you get, I mean, you know, when someone <laughs> writes you or even sends you a letter that they've typed, it's not as nice as when someone sends you a letter that they've written. It's just more personal that way. Yes. Okay. So, this helps. Do you guys ever, when you're looking at our show threads and you're looking at the research team, follow the little side articles and find just this little gem that you just have to bring out to everybody? So you know how- Frequently. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Apple, we get it. You don't like porno swear words and political satire. For those keeping score, you can apparently add naughty surnames to the growing list of Cupertino no-nos. Mm-hmm. This woman tried to get an appointment at the Apple store to have her iPhone repaired, but the booking system deemed her surname as inappropriate. Really? Her name is Sandy Burdick. B-U-R-D-I-C-K. Okay. Um, she attempted to make the booking, was stopped by an automated message saying, you have put an inappropriate word in this line. Oh. Her son then called the store, spoke to an employee who had the same difficulty trying to create the appointment. 
in the store system. So this was just off the side credits, actually. It's on uh, CNET Pulse. That's was where I found funny. the actual one. Um, but yeah, apparently they're the they're making them a little too smart. Yeah. Um, at this no, point, we trust Apple implicitly to make decisions about what we should and, and should, should not, not see. see. <laughs> well, you can make the same argument. You you do that. You trust Google the same way, mm-hmm. and anything on the internet that you're putting that you don't have direct control of, you're trusting that application to give you back what you need to know. Yep, and I have a choice as to what systems I use to access the internet. True. Exactly. But no matter what you use, you're still putting your trust somewhere. Unless I wrote it myself, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I code all my own internet apps. <laughs> my own search engines. Real hackers write self-modifying <laughs> code. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I like the little tidbit that uh, None Left provided of a WoW Old Spice parody, since we used to awesome. discuss Old oh, Spice yes. last week. Oh, so it's a God, little flash, funny. flash gif of a dwarf standing in the bathroom in the towel saying, Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Look at your guild. Now back at Z guild. Now back at your guild. Now back at Z guild. <laughs> and then I'm riding a druid. I'm on a druid. <laughs> awesome. Oh, so yeah, very funny little gif. It was too funny. Yeah, I laughed pretty hard when I was watching that. Although I would say that that I'm not sure it's Flash because doesn't Flash not work on that? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It was animated gif. It's an yes, animated gift. It's, an it's not yeah. Flash. Yeah. <laughs> right, if you Flash, you would not be partaking. Yeah. Exactly. You just see Steve Jobs flipping you off. Right. <laughs> okay. The pic of the robotic exoskeleton is really cool. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. read the article. Oh, yes. With the soldier. Um, because it's it's really just an assist. Expound it's, on what this is, though. Yeah. Um, basically, our, our um, research team found an article about the Army testing the HULC robotic exoskeleton, and it is the Human Universal Load Carrier. So it's a hydraulically powered titanium exoskeleton that lets soldiers carry loads of up to 200 pounds for extended periods of time over any kind of terrain. So what's what's interesting about this is that it's really just an assist. Mm-hmm. Not a. It's not actually designed to protect the soldier in any way. When you look at the picture, you can right. see that it's not providing armor. Right. Um, it's really just I'm I'm trying to transmit the load off of your back and down into the ground and right. reducing injury and allowing you to carry a hell of a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Carry a really heavy load, longer, longer periods. So that was really awesome. Um, and you can see people, you know, getting, you see them getting smarter and smarter with this. I want to see the quick removal when this gets damaged. You know, if it is a hydraulically powered exoskeleton, I need to be able to get it off me very, very quickly. If, if it, it decides gets, to go wrong. Or if it gets damaged mm-hmm. and I can't move and I need to get out of the line of fire. I want to make sure that it's a click, click, I'm out. I want an ejection seat. Yeah, well, something like that, or just a single button that drops it off my frame. Does it detail its capabilities versus an alien queen? It does not (laughs) detail, and it doesn't provide that level of, you know, I often have those little, until we actually have those loaders like they have from aliens, I'm like, we're not done yet. We're not there. Yeah. (laughs) We have not yet achieved humanity's greatest prize. And think about the number of things you see in science fiction films that actually mirror this type of of work where you've got the loaders from Alien. Mm Mm-hmm. 
aliens, excuse me, but you saw exactly the same kind of skeleton in Avatar. You saw it in uh, Matrix. Because it makes you perfect sense. You saw it in, it's the, the, I'm the super large humanoid sized robot that people climb into and drive around. The you military, know, mech the you know, military, all of this. Mecha, yeah. The military yeah. has been chasing this idea for decades because it makes sense where you're basically taking the command and control of a human brain but transmitting it through a fantastically powerful and in some cases armored and resistant body right but you're basically you are a person moving and making decisions with a human brain but affecting the environment at a much larger scale all these things not all but a lot of the things you see in science fiction you know come true the ipad you go. We've been actually watching the old Star Trek: The Next Generation right. that the BBC has been replaying, and they had devices on the Enterprise called pads, P A D D, and they were the little handheld touchscreen computers. Like, hey, sure. look, it's the iPad, and they've been talking about this for you know since the early nineties, because well, it makes sense because it is a very useful and easy to understand interface for a human to use to interact with data. Right. Well, and I mean, in the case of Aliens and Avatar, it's also the same director. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same, right. Same vision there. So, yeah, yeah, he obviously is a big fan of the motorized The motorized exosuit, exo yeah, mm -hmm. that, that, is, that supersizes you as well. Because exactly. you'll notice also they they make them so that you're now you're 10 feet tall oh, when yeah. you climb well, inside it or, or the six feet fauna. off the ground. I mean, well, yeah. Well, that's true. In Avatar, you, you well, if I'm a nine-foot blue alien, I kind of need a larger suit to yeah. deal with them. I yeah. need a big yeah. honking knife. Um, <laughs> Too so funny. let's see what else we have going yeah. on. All kinds of good stuff here. Oh, yeah. There's a lovely, um, I'm going to use the air quotes here, journalism gone horribly, horribly wrong. Um the Daily Star in the right. UK. Now, for those of you in the U.S. listening, picture in your head the National Enquirer, because mm -hmm. that's the grade of journalist yeah. we're talking about here. They did a whole expose article based on a bad Photoshop mock-up. Yeah. There was a murderer in the UK who went on you know, the, the multi-killer rampage. Oh. And someone mocked up a Grand Theft Auto uh, case indicating that, you know, it was to be Grand Theft Auto and then the name of the town where the rampage took place. Yeah, Rothbury. Rothbury. Mm -hmm. And based on just this Photoshop and zero research, <laughs> they went out and confronted the families of the survivors of the people who were killed and interviewed them about their feelings about how Rockstar Games was going to be making this game based on the murder of their loved ones and then published it. Oh, yeah. my God. And then had to publish the lengthy apology uh, revealing the standards of their journalism mm -hmm. that the, yeah, we just took the Photoshop and ran with it and didn't actually, you know, contact Rockstar Games or do any fact-checking of any kind whatsoever and just thought that the, e the video game industry was an easy mark. Brilliant. Bad, bad. Bad call, guys. And there's like bad six, call. six other links to the star's poor journalistic track record just in 2010. Yeah, so National Enquirer level of professionalism. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Very, very bad. Nice try, guys. Thank you for playing. And the exit is this way. <laughs> Walmart puts radio tags onto track clothing. Well, this is a grail one because it involves pants. Yep. Oh, yes. Pants and underwear. 
Uh, now know. with ID tags, smart tags in them. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think, Grail? I think Radio pants. That's why you. I think pants. all it means is you're going to promote promote more people not wearing pants. pants. Obviously, I, I am a uh, you're a pioneer. Pioneer, exactly. Put your pants on. Setting Grail. the standard. No, no, really, put your pants on, Grail. Do I enjoyed not, the. Uh, oh, do not look directly at the big white man. <laughs> they, they can. They <laughs> the can. Big hang white on. man. Oh, that's right. Oh, I see. They can Thank be. You. They can be read by a handheld scanner. Says the ability to wave the wand and have a sense of all the products that are on the floor or in the back room is something we feel can really transform our business. This was. Beep! You're wearing our underwear, sir. Nice. <laughs> this has always been one of the big promised benefits of radio frequency identification, the RFID tag. Inventory. Tags. Inventory yeah. control. Right. You tag each piece, and then you put one transceiver in the entire warehouse, press a button, and 10 seconds later, you know at least how many tags you have in there. Whether they're still attached to merchandise is another matter entirely. <laughs> but you put... At all the apertures to the room, all the doorways and all the loading docks, you put scanners and you can always tell what has just arrived, what has just left the instant that it happens. So for someone who's controlling huge amounts of inventory, this is like the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Uh, have- <laughs> no pun intended. Thank you. I'm just picturing the jokes that can be played here. You just go ahead. You're an employee at Walmart and you just go ahead and stockpile like 500 of these things and then send them through the portal send them through the portal all at once in one of your friends like Uh backpacks or you know underwear (laughs) like that it says there's 5,000 cases of vodka here I can't find them anywhere that's that's a good friend if you're putting them in their underwear yeah (laughs) alright nice oh my goodness I enjoyed the the story also of the protest at the oh that was so the cool. counter protest the, the counter protest at the San Diego Comic Con of, fo- of a bunch of comic geeks and such going out there and protesting in against protesters against protesters protesters, protesters are the God hates insert uh, homophobic epithet here yeah. right and the Comic Con attendees of course are Arrived in rose force. to the challenge. Oh yeah! So they had people, you know, person in their dresses, Bender with a kill all kill human. All humans. Yeah, <laughs> they had the spy from uh, Team Fortress Two. God hates centuries. God hates centuries. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then you had other go people. go nerd power. God hates Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Explosion! Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Funny, well done protest. Yes. For sure. I saw another one in, that I uh, haven't read the details of it, but there's an unusual outbreak of violence. Apparently someone actually got stabbed at Comic-Con yes, this year. Really? Yeah, that's yes. that's not like the tribe usually. They didn't usually roll that way. I yes. guess somebody should could have like uh, I don't know, walked into a, a horde party you know, wearing an alliance banner or something. I'm sure it has something what? to do with Twilight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, funny story. Uh, end of in-service. We did the... Everyone got to choose. There were five movies to choose from, and one of them was Twilight, uh-huh. and no one nice. chose that they were going to go to Eclipse. It was really hilarious. According there to, were applause. According to Barry V.A. in applause The Black in Void, the, theater. the stabbing, in fact, involved a dispute over Twilight. No oh way. Oh, my gosh. Really? I'm oh. going to need... I'm going to need a link My on that, Barry. I'm going to need God. documentation. Give us a link on that. Seriously. Because I don't, I don't buy it until... Team when- Jacob forever. <laughs> oh, my God. So horrific. Wow. Stab your face for saying Edward. 
Team shiny pants forever. Exactly. Uh, well, even uh, I hate um, it all. Robert Downey Jr. made a joke about it when he was up on stage when they were doing the official announcement of the Avengers and who was going to be on there okay. about the stabbing. He basically said, "No one is allowed to stab anybody until he's done." <laughs> no one. So, no, oh, no, wow. no one else is allowed yes, to stab no anyone. No one else. Is yeah. Now, another nice official announcement at Comic-Con mm-hmm. was uh, Joss Whedon has yes. been confirmed as the director of the Avengers movie. Yeah. Tis official. And it's a good thing because he's, he's good with uh, large groups of star power ensemble casts, which uh, by We're definition, hoping. a superhero team is kind of, by definition, an ensemble cast. So yeah, we'll this, see how it goes. Yeah, but this is a little different than anything he's done before. Um, you know, you're assuming he's good from, what, Serenity? Yes. Okay. And well, no, and I like Serenity, but I mean, in terms of dealing with star power, like, uh, well, the- Firefly the series was right. an ensemble cast, which was very well managed. Yeah. As far as keeping all nine people, I mean, you consider the average television show focuses on three or four people. One, right. two, three, or four people. I mean, House is an extreme. We've got this cast of five whole people that you got to keep tabs on on a episode by episode basis. He did nine and didn't break a sweat. Yeah. And kept it interesting and kept the people doing interesting things every week. Um, and rarely had to you know, write someone out for a complete episode right. when they were on vacation. And you actually noticed them when they weren't there. And it's like, well, how do you miss one out of the nine? It's like, well, that's just good storytelling. Yeah. So here's hoping that he can bring that kind of, we've got all these people here and they all have something interesting to do rather than just being there for the big fight at the end. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I show you this character at the beginning, hi, and I'll be back in hour two. Which is how this is sometimes handled in Hollywood is you you show them the the character earlier, then they go off and do something off screen and you follow one or two people as they do one plot thread and then everyone comes back for the big fight at the end and yay, roll credits. Okay, but was that the best use of the story? I don't know. Was it the best way to to develop the characters? They've disappeared. They haven't developed at all. The easiest for the filmmaker, not necessarily the best for the story. Have they announced though who... I mean, we know the majors like Iron Man, Captain America. They announced everybody. Oh, they announced yes. all the, the various the characters. The whole cast oh, was okay, up cool. there on, uh, on stage. And really, Robert Downey is the only big name one in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone else got rid of Norton. Yeah, they got rid of Edward <laughs> Norton. So everyone else is are, are pretty much new arrivals to big movies. So they're well, not... They're Scarlett not made, Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson is there as, oh, okay. as what, Black Widow? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's she. Well, we saw her in the in the Iron Man mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So we have a couple big names, but the all the other big name superhero parts are being played by people who you probably won't recognize as being you know a name in Hollywood. Um, I'm just hoping that they were well chosen to play their particular roles. I've seen some of the shots of the actor they got to play Thor, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. you know, you are you look very Viking, very Nordic. You are muscular and long blonde hair and. But mm-hmm. can you act? Yeah. Well, uh, also, even if we, put, uh, we put you in stupid plastic PVC armor, can you still act? <laughs> but I'm not bitter. Yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, they also have the guy that playing that's playing Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. He's uh oh he was in. Hawkeye. He was in the soldier movie. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, what's his name? The person he's, he's playing. He's a pretty good actor, though. But yeah, yeah but the person that's playing, I guess, I'd have to Hawkeye, say. Hawkeye, I mean, yeah. to me, is one of the most boring yeah. Marvel characters ever. Ever? But he's in there. 
They've, they've given him interesting stuff to do over the years. I hope they, they use some of the him and Mockingbird. I don't know. We'll see. No shortage of... That's the beautiful thing about the comic universe is there's no shortage of storylines they could choose to draw upon or just pee all over like they did with the Phoenix Saga, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> Whip out one of the holy grails of the Marvel Universe and, and just pee all over it. Hey, look at that. <laughs> You'll never see another movie adaptation again because we're done with it forever. Thanks, guys. He was in the uh, Hurt Locker. That's Hurt Locker. what he was okay. in. Yes, yes. But I digress. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention to the forums and a couple shows ago I asked about PS3 games, I have uh, made my selection. Yay! And those of you watching the video can see the uh, copy of Demon's Souls that I have purchased for my PlayStation 3. Uh, my next goal, I was telling Grail about this earlier, is to actually insert this into the console. Mm. Uh, mm. I hope to achieve this goal sometime within the next 90 days. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, I hope to turn the console on. Wow. Yeah. These are, it's good to have uh, goals. Nice, nice to have, yeah, a way this to stage is, um, things through, you this know. Is, this is my life. It took me mm-hmm. three weeks to get to the damn store and pick a game. <laughs> now it's here. I've actually got the shrink wrap off of it, which took another good four or five days. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to crack open the case live on video for you. Hey, look, it's open. <laughs> yeah, it's closing again and being put back on the table because <laughs> I'm doing a radio show instead of playing video games. So yep. we... There was an interesting one, uh, just the uber geeky tattoos. Oh, yeah, those were cool. Nice. Yeah, there were some really nice ones on there. Though, although I have to admit that the one that got me was the, the guy who had both sides of the Transformer universe, one oh, on each forearm. The, yes. He had the Decepticon and the Autobot, one nice. on each arm. That was pretty That's funny. That's a level of dedication to geekdom. Well, and the mere yeah. fact that it was 100% recognizable. All right. Is that the Alliance tattoo on that guy's yes, back? Yes, that is. Uh-huh. And plus, he has another one. Did you see the other one he had? No, That's I didn't the see the other one. the back, but he's got another one. Does he have Arthas's sword? Yes. Is that the one? No, he has Arthas's face. Ew. Oh, I'm not sure I'd want well, Arthas's no, face on. No. on yeah. Well, it's no. technically the helmet, I guess, more than anything. Alrighty and then. And looking. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay, it is the helmet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Lich it's King not, helmet. Yeah, it's the helmet. It's not his not too face. Bad. No. So Arthas himself, kind of a pretty boy. Yeah. Eh, <laughs> kind so, of a pretty boy. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Casually Hardcore. Yes, two hours of your life that you ain't never getting back. Why? Oh why? But mm-hmm. hey, we're glad you came. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Mm-hmm. Tonight, me and I are going to go cruising off to the Bare Naked Ladies concert. All nice. right. Cool. Woo! Assuming we will have a babysitter. Assuming the babysitter arrives on time. Yep. God help us all. Adult conversation. Woo and who. <laughs> and everyone say hi to Nemesis in the background there. But of course, in the camera. <laughs> He's staring at himself on the TV and having a grand old time. So hopefully before <laughs> next week, I will have worked out a method for people to view all the cameras on the website without actually having to take up one of the limited number of spots available so more people can enjoy the joyousness that is all of us in our nerdy goodness putting ourselves on camera because that should happen more often. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm loving it. You guys, you are the great unwashed. You just will never understand and that's fine. More for me. More for you. More but just never understand, huh? Apparently not. That would be why I didn't. That would be why I've never come over there, right? You know, never exactly. actually stood on camera at all. With Precisely. You. Yeah. Okay. Never happened. Screenshot. Uh-huh. Never didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Happy trails, Gravoid. You will actually be at DefCon next week. 
Yes, I will be at DEF CON trying not to get pwned. Please do. No All wall right. of sheep for you. We are... Out of here. Out of here.